What do you What are you drinking there? What do you think I'm drinking? Jack and Gingy, and you're stingy on the Gingy. You got it, baby. Ah, uh, look at that. Well, you know it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, cheers to you. Oh, you got I'm a little sipper? You got a sipper there? I got a little tall boy here. I got the oh. juice machine from Treehouse, which is one. It of looked like best. a um, sip of sunshine for a second. The way you had it spun around like that. It does look a little bit like it. They got the yellow can. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. This one kind of popped on me a little bit. I'm not sure why. I was sitting there flat for quite a bit, but uh, do you have? Sometimes you get an you get an unexpected pop. Sometimes mm-hmm. that happens. Usually that's true. Yeah, sometimes at night. Be prepared for anything, I've always yeah. said. Do you like, there's sort of a recent trend now when I've been listening to other podcasts that a lot of podcasts start before the podcast actually starts. Do you like that? You know, it's it's like a show with like a, it's a cold open, right? Is that what they call it? Are we cold open. Cold, I know. Are, we in the, are we in the midst of one right now? This is the heart of a cold open. Yeah. We are balls deep in cold open right now. We're experimenting with a cold open. We are... Yeah. To the hilt and trying to do the dog in a bathtub kind of thing. Correct. So do us a favor when you're writing letters into the show, let us know if you enjoy the cold open. It's like a peek behind the curtain. Because everything else is scripted. This is everything else is about. yeah, it's it's Cohen <laughs> brothers level scripted. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like doing a Quentin Tarantino movie. It's like, listen, we wrote it out this way for a reason. Don't ad lib. You don't ad lib exactly yeah. like this. Exactly. All right, let's start the show. The Dort Podcast with Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. The Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith. Joined, as always, by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rick Rude Von Dick Duty. He is Razzle Von Dazzle. All hail the king of ginger ale. Despite being stinchy on the gingy, it's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? I'm a little tired. If we're being honest, I'm a little tired. I'm glad you're being honest. This is essentially the trust tree within the nest of podcasts. That's what I feel like we are here. It's a safe I, maybe they're just probably just white cotton. Or maybe there's something I have. is something interesting. Something I've never even heard about before. What? I thought, <laughs> no. Huh? So I played in a golf tournament with my father today. How'd that Not go? Not to jump the gun. Terribly. It went terribly. Oh. That's, a, that's a story I will tell. I needed to give it some space. to. It's like a bottle of wine. I need, it needs to breathe a little bit. Got it. Before I tell the story of this golf tournament, but um, I entered, you know, how they do like the raffles, like you yeah. enter the raffle, you buy tickets, you enter the raffle, oh, goes course. to a great cause. It was like a and raffle. This, you want to know what I won? I put it on Twitter. What'd you win? <gasps> I won that 47 brand Celtics hat. And a, is that a Celtic shirt also? A 47 brand Celtic shirt. Tremendous. So I, out of all the things I could have possibly won. Yeah. They actually had, it was actually phenomenal. They had a, a golf putter. Ooh. That was customized to be also be a um, a device for smoking marijuana. Hell, along with a gift basket from a local dispensary and an actual marijuana plant. How about that? I didn't win that, no. but what I did win, no, didn't. was forty seven brand hat and shirt. Yeah, pretty good. Right, not too bad. I mean, you are a spokesperson for forty seven brand, but you can never have enough forty seven brand stuff. You can't you? Can't. You really can't. So one, especially time- when, well, yeah. Uh, you can use yeah. a promo code and hashtag dork at checkout. Mm-hmm. So uh front of the program, Shark, his mom, when we were young, she was at some store and it was like, I don't know if it was like all fine china and like glassware and like basically like chandeliers, like a super nice, yeah. expensive type place. And she entered a raffle. Her name got called. She was like, holy crap. Like what I win. She won a enormous stuffed animal duck. It's, it's a giant fucking duck, which they still have to this day. It's like bigger than you, duck. And she's like, "What?" It's like, like, yeah, what am I gonna do? With sweet, this? Huh? Like, I thought I was getting like 
wine glasses or like some kind of crate like no, no you got a giant fucking duck which i don't know what you would do with it. we played with it like on the trampoline it was like that big of a thing you could like dive into it it was awesome like, what do you do with that i don't understand <laughs> well god bless her she took it home and uh we we played with it for years so <laughs> all good all right let's uh let's dive into it we have a, a right. really interesting topic du jour to unpack if you ask mm-hmm. me but before we get there Not a ton of new stuff since last week, so let's do a quick TV whip around check-in. Obi-Wan Kenobi, we are now five of six episodes complete. Where are you at now? We have one episode left. Correct. Thank God. <laughs> that's, about, that's about where I am. Ah. Um, the highs have been so high. Yeah. And this episode teased more highs. Yeah. But never really got there. No, it might have been this. Was it the second best episode? Maybe, maybe. Yeah, actually, probably. It definitely was, but it was yeah. nowhere near episode no. three. No, episode six needs to be like, fucking get ready. Like it needs mm-hmm. to be nasty. I, I am not giving up hope on the show, but it's gonna be a hard one to score at the end because you're right. It's very similar to Book of Bubba Fett, where you're like, yeah, but that was really cool. And you're like, yeah, but that sucked. And then you just keep going back and forth between the two. Well, you have two of the greatest characters in Star Wars lore clashing in this, and yet you choose to focus on side characters, which doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I like a couple of moments, like you said, very much. Mm-hmm. But uh, all right, so- There was one moment in this recent episode where I was like, all right, we're doing this. And then they okey-doked us. They did not do this. Yeah. Yeah. That they so next not, week they did not get this. <laughs> they did not get it. Yeah. We will do a full breakdown of Obi-Wan Kenobi next week. Uh a show that I am just uh really smitten with. Ms. Marvel. I enjoy it very much. It's a fun little show. It is. You know, I watch it with the kids. It's great. They love it. They're totally bought into it. It's good. I you know me, I do like a, I like a high school setting. You do for, for a lot of TV shows, movies. I like a high school setting. And Miss Marvel kind of kind of fits the bill. What's interesting is that my children are seven and five. They've never grown up with episodic episodic television. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And so my younger one, who's five, is pissed when we tell her that like there isn't another. Hey, you have to wait. Yeah. She's like, why? <laughs> she's like, because that's how shows like this come out. They come out yeah, like I once a week, it. and it's I... like a new thing every week. And she's like, that's dumb. You're like maybe. <laughs> yeah. so, so what you like is uh the Netflix model. You are right. the Netflix model. You don't care for the, for this much. She's like yeah, nope. right. Yeah, give me the Netflix. Yeah, that's all I want. That's all I've ever known. Well, I. It's funny on the on the old other end of the spectrum. I've had this conversation with my dad like a hundred times. Where yeah. I think he was used to originally like watching Netflix and binge watching shows, old or new shows, right? right? Maybe so he hadn't seen watching all of it. Even the new ones, maybe he was behind and he'd watch all of it. So. I'd be like, hey, you know, like it's like a year ago, like, hey, uh, you caught up on Ozark? He's like, yeah, but there's like no more episodes. Like, where are the other, where are the rest of the episodes? I'm like, well, they have to make the up. Ep- they got to make the rest yeah. of the episodes. They don't make the whole series right. at once. They make <laughs> seasons. Yeah. But I think it was because some full series were on there. Like, but like he was so-, so far behind, he could watch an entire show. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what threw him off. And that, well, cause like, he ripped through Game of Thrones, right? Like he ripped through all of it, and like right. they were all there, so we watched them all. And I remember like talking to him about like Mandalorian. He's like, "Yeah, but that's not coming back." I'm like, "Well, not coming back 
immediately, but it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. coming back. Or, I run or, out or like Breaking Bad. Like, I'm sure you watch Breaking Bad or The Sopranos. You can just like rip through all those great shows. And they're right. just like, well, I think what do you mean? Like, like God damn it. Like, whatever. I'll, I'll let you know when they're done. If yeah. you don't want to, you don't watch it like that. Speaking of shows that are uh, uh, weekly, despite doing what three on, uh, on the initial launch, season three of The Boys, which has been a treat. It's making me sad though. Oh, making why? me sad a little bit. You know, we talk about it every now and again. We talk about these are things we use to get away from whatever is on our mind. I got you. And I feel like this season has been very on the nose. Yeah. And so far as to mention real people. Right. Yeah, that that is a little different. So like the boys comic book, which is an incredible run. I would recommend Mm -hmm. that to everybody. Garth Ennis. And they had a couple of characters that were inspired by characters, but it was also written so many years ago. Right. Like, I think it's like old enough where like one of the characters is like a loose, really over the top version of like George W. Bush. Like right. it's like that far back. So it's, it didn't know about Obama or Trump or Biden. It didn't know anybody about any of that right. stuff. Um, well, at least them being president, I'm sure they were aware of those people, but, but they're naming like celebrities and yeah. senators by, by name. Yep. And that's like, to me, I mean, that's a little, I didn't need an agenda. You know what I mean? Yeah. I Wait, think one way or the other, like, it's not that I, I, I'm, I I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm just like, you can do this without yeah, doing that. I do think that once again, Homelander, Anthony Starr is proving that he's one of the best characters that we've seen on television in the last he's five terrifying. years. He's terrifying. He is absolutely terrifying. But also, in a completely different vein, like Giancarlo Esposito is equally as also terrifying because he, he might, like you said, he might be the best bad guy of our generation. He's up there yeah. because he sees all the angles before he Homelander does. So good. You know, it's, it's, it's yeah. great. I have some issues. Cause again, they, they sort of pick and choose how much of the comic they follow and like certain things. So there's, I have a couple of like things I liked more in the comic, but whatever, like that's, that's going to happen with most comic book readers. Mm-hmm. But this week so coming out on friday episode five is entitled hero gasm and so in the comic i don't know how far you got in the comic but they would once a year on like an island get all the superheroes there for a giant orgy and they would bring all kinds of like hookers and stuff and then other superheroes and it was just like literally every single superhero would go there and they would make up some story to the media like oh they're out they're on another like galaxy right now they're like they're they're safe they're making sure earth is safe but they were all just fucking each other on this other like island and that's this week we've gone there we've gone there with this show so i'm excited to see what that looks like i my prediction now, I think it's going to be t- tough to top what happened episode one, 10 minutes in. But my Do you think pred- this is like a flashback episode? No, I think they're going to Herogasm now. And maybe they'll maybe they'll reference past Herogasms. But my guess is this will be like Starlight's first one. So we'll see it through the eyes of Starlight. Yeah. And then the boys will know that they're going there and they're going to be like spying on them. And then you're going to see it through their eyes. But then like, you know, the, it'll be interesting to see if the deep goes because now that he has like that his wife oh yeah yeah but homelander will certainly be there and it'll it'll be something so i'm looking forward to that it'll be something uh sad news out of the comic book world tim sale passed away this week one of my favorite artists he of course did the long halloween with jeff Loeb. he also did the whole 
uh, Marvel Colors series. Yes. So Daredevil Yellow, which was my favorite, but then Spider-Man Blue, Hulk Gray, and Captain America White, which is also written by Jeff Loeb. And then those the Dark Victory Haunted Night. That was all him. Mm -hmm. And not that old of a guy. So just uh, just another another uh, sad story sad, there. The big loss. Big loss. Big loss for the comic book world. And like you said, responsible for some of the best yep. art in comic books I've, I've seen. Long Halloween, again, stands out yeah. as one of the better. My absolute favorite. Yeah. I'm with you. So sad hey, stuff, man. I said we would do this and look at us following through with something that we did. Uh, I call it the email of the episode. Oh, yeah. I don't have a, no sounder for there's no song no, for that yet, right? I don't know, no sounder yet. So it's a, a placeholder. <laughs> Dorkpodcast at gmail.com. You can email us 24 7, 365. Really, whenever you feel like it, you can email us. This one comes yeah. in from John. He said, hey, Keith and Davey, was just listening again to the Doctor Strange 2 episode of Hashtag Dork and was thinking about how the MCU properties seem to have lost their way. I think that Marvel and Kevin Feige meticulously planned and executed the Infinity Saga over 10 plus years, beautifully unfolding the story and closely guarding every detail. At the finish, they absolutely orgasmed with Avengers Endgame and the finale to the Captain America and Iron Man storylines. Marvel had accomplished an impossible feat. Now that it's done, they've opened up the sandbox for everyone to play in. Thoughts? Keep up the good work, John. Okay, so when they announced, I've been doing a lot of thinking about this as well, and I did kind of hint at the fact that I believe that the bubble might be popping with these things. Mm -hmm. I do believe that we are building towards Secret Wars, which... um because they have like secret evasion and then they have secret wars and like all that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. so that storyline is so weird that you have to get a little weird in order to get there. But remember when they, they announced infinity war, they were doing the infinity saga. Yeah. And you and I kind of went back and forth about how, what that story entailed and how the hell they're going to do that. And there's certain parts of it that they cut out. So there was, remember the whole thing with like Thanos was doing that to impress death. Yep, he was like in love with death. Right. Yeah, they Who cut all that out. They uh, cut all that out. So they made it. My hope is that the, on this Kevin Feige vision board, there's okay. They they could be able to connect the dots. Mm. It's not as Pepe Sylvia no. as you one might believe. Um, right. That there is okay. We have to get here, right? Um, but right now it just seems messy to me. So I do I do agree with John a little bit in that. The vision for this is like, all right, we're going to do Secret Wars, but we don't really know how we're going to get there. So we're just going to have to like hope this works. Yeah, and now it's just so much more difficult too because before you were just sort of starting characters and then they would sort of meet and then you'd start a few more and then they would meet and you'd go from there. And now it's like, all right, how many of the old characters are we going to continue to push through? The new characters have to have lived in a world where those characters existed. So yeah. either why or why not were they involved? are they all just origin stories it is tough and, and there's so many characters and it's tv shows i just think it's a classic case of victim of their own success yes and now i think the batting average is just going to be lower but there's still going to be home runs and one of the things one of the things that i really loved about the infinity saga was that like you said there was one setting and one set of rules so watching these how they were going to get these characters on screen together was yeah. part of the fun and now with Doctor Strange and Love and Thunder and 
you know, even Miss Marvel to an extent, like that doesn't matter anymore. Like anyone no. can show up anywhere. I think anytime. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. In a weird way. Like Spider-Man too. So like anyone can just show up anytime, anywhere. And again, in the whole thing, now that you have like multiverse and you're going to have like more scrolls and you have all the stuff, like just the stakes are lower. It's super messy too. Sloppy stakes are a bit, (laughs) a lot of sloppy stakes here. They slopped it up with. Yeah. But again, I still hold out hope where there is going to be occasionally something that's just so awesome. But I think, unfortunately, you're probably going to have to fight through a couple of crappy TV shows, maybe a, t- mm-hmm. a movie that kind of misses. But ultimately, like, I'm still in. But I, I, I completely understand where that email is We're coming. never going to not be in. We right. are all the way in. You're all in. Too far in. We're too far in. <laughs> hey, Ryan, I got something else. <laughs> All right, well, that's the sound for Should I Have Bought This? And it's brought to you by 47 Brand. Enter the promo code hashtag DORK at checkout for 25% off your entire order. I'm your embarrassed. 25% off. No, I'm not even wearing a 47 Brand hat today. Oh, I'm put the goddamn on. You just got a new one. one. I can, like, look, easy fix. Just in time, too, for the Celtics season. <laughs> just, yeah, right? So I got this. I, I got it. And then someone was like, oh, that would have been cooler if they won. I was like, yeah, yeah thanks, true. thanks, guy. Yeah, I was there. He's like, did you watch the series? I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, who played? Yeah, who they who they vie against? What what, what happened? Yeah. It didn't go so hot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 25 percent off your entire order. I'm not going to tell you what to how to live your life, but I think it's free shipping on 75. Yeah, 75 and above. I mean, come on, folks. I mean, the more you spend with a promo code, the more you spend, the more you save. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but I did. Yeah. You get some hats, get some shirts, get some hoodies, get some kid wear, whatever, whatever you need to do for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, All you have to do out there is email us dorkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also tweet us or Instagram, but it's easier. And it's easier for me to go back through the emails, something that you bought $25 or more, why you bought it and a photo of the item. And then Davey and I will in fact answer the question. Should I have bought this? This one comes in from Greg what so I, I actually know greg greg i met over at uh, nbc sports boston when he was working there and he was fittingly with this product here was one of the first people to tell me about i think you should leave he's like you you should watch the show he's like i think you'd love the show and he couldn't have been more right so greg emails in oh by the way davy what would you say describe the photo for the uh the podcast listener and not the youtube viewer so it looks like your stock you know, pre-shrunk cotton T-shirt um, of good size. It's black um, with a little attachment in the midsection that looks like some sort of button. <laughs> it's a TC Tugger. So he, he he has made his own or bought his own TC Tugger shirt. He did not make it. He certainly bought it, right? Yeah. So it's, should I have bought this? A couple of years ago, Greg writes, shortly after season one of I Think You Should Leave, I wanted a TC Tugger. Finally found one online. I think it came up on Etsy for about blank dollars. Looked great in the pictures, but this is what showed up at my house. This was not how the pictures okay. look. I'm glad. I'm glad this is not what the pictures look like because basically what it is, it's like a fruit of a lo- fruit of the loom T-shirt that you would get at like Walmart or like Savers. It's you just can see the label on it. Generic ass T-shirt, cotton it, shirt, and it looks like. A drawer from a uh, like a button from a drawer on like a dresser <laughs> that's been bolted to the shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so 
Do you want to guess how much this costs? Well, since he's playing the game, I know it's over $25, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Well, Which, actually, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say like $28.99. Right. He said it was $25 or $30. <laughs> it just clears the minimum. We'll say $30 because I'm sure you had to ship the fucking thing to you him. Had to ship well. The, we'll call it $30 bucks for, $30 yeah. for a T-shirt with a doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> or no, that's what I'm, uh, a, a drawer uh, knob. A drawer, a drawer knob. <laughs> Thirty bucks for that, dude. This is why you don't buy anything from Etsy. This is why you don't buy anything like that's unverified. No, fuck that. <laughs> like I could make this for, if you were gonna give me thirty bucks, you could have Venmoed me thirty spike bucks, and I would have made this for you. Get the fuck out of here! Uh, listen, Greg, we love where the head's at. You want love it? That's, yeah. That's why I would recommend Billy D's site. Uh, it's a chunky, or that's a no, that's a chunky over on T Public. They don't have a TC Tugger, but they have plenty of. I think you should leave inspired uh, merch. I have a corn cob TV shirt, which is Damn, great I as well. Um, but the <laughs> one thing I do want to stress when looking at this shirt is it's not a joke. It's not well, like a snuggie. No, but do they come in other styles? Not really. <laughs> not really. You take a huge sip of water. Not not really. What are the well, that's great. Great stuff. So thank you, Greg, for sending that in. Again, you guys can send it all like so, just to just to clarify, it looks like someone had fucking worn the shirt too. It didn't oh, look like yeah. a new shirt. No, it's not a new shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least he was I mean, he's out he's out 30 bucks and it's a pretty good story. Whereas it's a good other story. guys still it's it, as far as getting taken for a ride, nobody's gotten taken for more of a ride than the kid with the wand. The wand. The wand was my, my favorite, but that's pretty close. Uh it's up there. It's up there. All right, let's get to this. It's get time for Davy's video getting in it. Even if it takes more than a minute. Jordan says it comes pre-tugged. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Well, I don't have like same thing. Like I don't know <laughs> the calico cut, cut pants. That yeah. doesn't have cut, no calico cut pants. No, they, he doesn't piss his pants. They come that way. It's got nothing to do with piss. <laughs> this ain't about piss. Okay. Um, so again, like TV, you know, there's a lot of stuff. You know, happening, but not, but not really. You know, so uh, I'm, I'm playing two games simultaneously right now. Both are are wonderful. One of them got? is the, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game, Shredder's. Oh. It's fun, man. Like There's if you haven't played it yet, twenty five bucks on Switch. Like, speaking door. of, should I have bought this? Absolutely for twenty five okay. bucks. What? All right. I'll, I'll, no, I said out the door. $25. Out the door. Yeah, like, that's pretty that. good. I'll yeah. And the other one, so I started playing the Quarry. Which is um, one of those like choose your own adventure like horror like horror games. Okay, takes place at a summer camp. Um, last day at a summer camp, and there's uh, it is it is frightening. Um, there's circus freaks and women oh. with tarot cards. Oh yeah, it's it's something tarot cards. Yeah. Oh, like the lady we ran into at New England Comic Con. Correct. So she's there, and they're all real actors. So you have some real actors in this, um, which is which is fun. Now, what are you playing this on? PC? Uh, PlayStation 5. Oh. So this is a full yeah. price game. It's a full price game. But you can play it on PlayStation 4 as well. I think yeah. I think we're um, but it's it's good. I, I like the story so far. I'm about an hour in. Um, and it's one of those like if you make 
certain decisions like that affects the outcome of the game. So there's replayability there too. Cool. So it's kind of like, yeah. So if you, if you like that kind of game, um, so until dawn is the other one. And then there was, uh, there's another game that the same company did. Um, I, I forget the name of it right now. Um, but all okay. good. Yeah. And then some sad news, Richard in the I video game world. I don't so we had high hopes playing Tony Hawk remake one and two. Right. And then, it made sense that Activision Blizzard bought Vicarious Visions, who did the remake, because Activision, of course, made the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. A source is now saying that those are now gone. 3 and 4 is shelved. It's not going to get made. And it's a reliable source. And so basically what the story is, is Activision acquired Vicarious Visions because they needed more developers for their own games so um, their own games that are coming out and then just scrapped tony hawk three and four this information is coming from tony hawk himself oh no 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 so that's a pretty good that's from the horse's I mouth like, that, like these know. aren't yeah. he would know and so basically these have been put on the very back burner while activision blizzard tries to get its shit together um having you know been acquired. What? what's that this is the opportunity for Lance Mountain Pro Skater. He needs to come out with his own game, same graphics, same Johnny joke. Yeah, have him do it. Christian Hosoy, Christ Air Pro Skater. I'd play the Christian Hosoy game. Chad Muska Street. I yes. would play that. Yep, I would. Yeah, that's a shame. It's too bad. Oh, by the way, you see college football. They're now saying twenty three, like summer of twenty three for the new college football. I can't. I'm like so excited for that. I can't. Like, like, one year. Yeah, what? Matt and I, yeah. Madden could suck a fart, but we could get a good college and we could get a good league going too. Oh, I don't know if you want any part of it though. Have you ever played Mac in Madden? I'm not inviting Mac to Madden. No. Mac and Madden. No. No, I'm telling my college buddies we can play uh college Oh yeah, like people who are like just, you know, kind of sh- no. yeah. Joe Six Packs. Not not these like professional Madden players. Oh, right? Joey Bag of Donuts from uh, college. Yeah. You know? Joe these Bags. Guys. I know Joe Bags. These are good guys. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. it for the Davies video game minute. That's what I'm playing. That's what I'm doing. So if you haven't got checked out those games yet, do it. You know the fuck else you doing? Summertime. Seriously, live a little. Yeah. Y'all ready for bisque? Right, right. The topic is your. Huh? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the topic of the day today. It is Barry season three, the HBO series, which ran for eight episodes, starring Bill Hader, co-created, directed, written the whole thing by Bill hater we'll begin as we do spoiler free on our tv and movie reviews ryan did you like it what's that did you like it oh i did yeah i did a lot all right follow up follow up based on that response it's june so we're about halfway through the great year of 2022 Mm -hmm. is this the best show on television (sighs) yeah yep Yep. Because what are we? What what are the front runners so far? So we have this, Severance. Severance. Okay. Yeah. I would say Severance with a bullet is up there. I would say we got to see how Better Call Saul ends. Oh yeah. So that's yeah. been really good. Um, I the fucking boys. the boys. <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, no, not taking it back. Taking it back. Uh, I really liked. Um. 
I like Stranger Things, so how it ends, I think, could be at least that's going to be the yeah. That'll be in the mix. I'm really enjoying Stranger Things, but I I think it's Barry, Better Call Saul, Severance. If you're like the real big swingers right now, people are people are really into what do you got? Um, the offer, the one about the Ooh, making of the um, the Godfather. All right, I'll check that out. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of other shows that are coming out right now. I mean, people enough with the uh, Yellowstone. Stop recommending Yellowstone to me. Like, I get yeah, it. I'm out on that. I uh, would Moon say, Knight. Oh. We didn't really. We thought oh. Moon Knight was fine. No. Oh, I would give. Uh, here's three other ones. Uh, mm-hmm. We own this city on HBO. It's very good, but that's a mini series, mm-hmm. six episodes. Uh, season three or four of Atlanta. No, three mm-hmm. of Atlanta. Pretty good. We liked. But you and I both like Peacemaker a lot. We did. I, I did like Peacemaker a lot. Yeah. I also like Shorzy too. So uh, that's Shorzy. Not, that's. But I get that's not for everybody. Okay. Yeah. So I, like, it, I liked it, but I get if you were like, I don't. That show's fucking stupid. I'd be like, I get it. You know. So. Yep. And then the last season of Ozark was this year also. I don't yeah. think it's the best ever, but I think it's. it's I'm saying people yeah. would probably toss that one out there. Mm-hmm. I, I think you can make a case right now, and again because we have three shows that are pending, and then we have whatever shows come out the rest of the year. I think Barry is the best show that I've seen that has had a full season so far in 2022. It's certainly, oh, ha- I like hacks too. I, I know I might be alone in that one, but I do okay. like hacks. But, um, right. No problem with that. I, as far as just, and this is going to sound so, bleh, but like, yeah, but like character development, writing, directing, the humor in it, like the dark, no one does dark humor better than Bill Hader right now. Nobody. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, he's got to be at the top. Mm-hmm. Like, the thing, too, with this is, and like you said, it's going to sound like whatever. Like, this is the the film school, the film snob, the geek or whatever, which kind of, there's there's a little cross-section with dork, right? Like, I don't need mm-hmm. everything to be, like, the best shot thing and the best no. written thing. I can enjoy, trust me, I he, you, you know the stuff that I like. I can enjoy other things. But I also have a huge respect for this, how they set stuff up. Like, there's a reason why the camera angle is everywhere that it is. There's a reason why the characters are either close, far away, in one room, in another room, uh, the lighting. Like, everything matters. And that's why I think Better Call Saul, this, and Severance are on a different level. As much as I fucking love Peacemaker and I love, um, you know, Ms. Marvel, like, these shows are on a different level. And they they are so well done. And then for this show... For the premise that it has to also be as funny as it is, is just like insane. And it's because it's so absurd, like one way or the other. So it's Mm -hmm. you're dealing with incredibly funny people and characters dealing with like the characters are ridiculous. They're ridiculous people. Oh, yeah. Dealing with really heavy themes and actions and, you know, like. Scenes that I almost had to look away because mm-hmm. um, they were so uncomfortable. Not, I'm not talking about like uncomfortable like cringe humor, but like there was uncomfortable things happening. Oh, yeah. Um, especially like the last episode. And then they just on a sw- something funny happens. It's bizarre. Yeah. Like I, I you have it's it's something that I think everybody needs to watch. Yeah, I do um, too. And the, the premise of this show. And where the show is now, I feel like it's only been on three seasons, but I feel like it's been on for like eight. It's unbelievable. And yeah, they're only eight episodes each season. 
So if you if you haven't seen any of the show and you have HBO Max, it's 24 episodes. I would recommend starting it right now. Like right it now. is it is it and is there you I ripped through the first four episodes of this show. Oh yeah, no problem. Mm-hmm. What genre do you think this show is? It's dark humor, like dark, dark humor. Yeah, um, that's probably the best way to describe it. Yeah, like re- heavy. I would call it heavy <laughs> humor. Yeah, yeah, it's heavy. Um, again, this, this, they added a couple of new characters to this season, but you got a lot of carryover from storylines and characters from previous seasons. Again, mm-hmm. like Bill Hader. Um, I mean, he's just. He's so good. And like while I'm watching him, like, man, like that class from SNL, he was in the same class as Sadekis, who put on a fucking tour de force and everybody loves Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg's been in like a bunch of movies. And then Brooklyn Nine-Nine had a thousand episodes. Mm -hmm. And then Kristen Wiig, who like she's in a bunch of movies and she had like a a whole a ton of success. They all showed up at the The same time. Superstars. Mulaney. Yeah. And then Mulaney was writing for him. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just it's outrageous. But that's the other thing is. It's so funny. It's also so incredibly well acted. And to your point a second ago, that's how they're able to really get away with hilarious, super serious, back to hilarious. It's because all the characters on the show are able to pull it to pull it off. Oh, like how good is Henry Winkler as uh awesome Gene Cousineau? Like awesome. Yeah. He, he's really good. I think everybody's favorite character is probably Noho Hank. He's like the straight, he, he's the kind of the levity. And again, yeah. what I love about this is it's kind of poking fun at Hollywood and how these people are allowed to the My sense of anyone I've known who is a serious actor. Yeah, yeah. Is a little fucking crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like we make fun of, I know we poke fun at like Jared Leto all the time. Yeah, yeah. For doing ridiculous stuff. He could be a character on this show, hundred percent. Yep, and it's and funny how this, like he how could like show... be, be playing a, a serial killer while also trying to be a serial killer because he's method. Like that could be a character in the show. Well, that's why this show is great too. Like, and actually, similar to like SNL, how you sort of saw, saw them earlier in their careers and how they go on. Like Sally, played by Sarah Goldberg, mm-hmm. is such a good character. I think this is her best season by far. But mm-hmm. we meet her, and she's just in acting classes with uh henry winkler and she's just like an aspiring actor and doing whatever she can and then in this season she like got her own show and she was like actually like somebody that was like being cast in stuff so you sort of see how over the year a couple years like her whole life has changed but she i thought she was particularly good in this like uh really liked her character a lot um how like up and down like she's been like she was like you said she was nobody then was kind of on the up and up right something happens in season three and then she's yeah. all the way back down again you know so it's yeah. um pretty crazy crazy yeah what would you say um let's see I, i'm trying to remember all the episodes but i think this this probably was the best season to me of the show now there's no bad season no. i think it might to off the top of my head i think it gets a little bit better i would probably rank them three two one I think so too. And that's, that's the other impressive thing too. And we've seen things yeah. like this, like shows like breaking bad or the Sopranos, or you would say the wire, well, the wire mm-hmm. is kind of up and down, but this straight up trajectory for yeah. the show so far. So I, I would lean to agree with you on that. There were certain aspects of other seasons that I like better. Yeah. It's a good point. Instance, like, how- like the, the, the relationship between Fuchs and Barry. 
Yeah. Um, there wasn't much of that for obvious reasons, but there wasn't any back and forth between the two of them. No. That's that another, uh, you bring up a good point. How many shows, uh, good shows, have their best season being season one? And that list has got to be small. Off the top of my head, I would say Stranger Things. Stranger Things, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, because like The Wire is uh, Breaking I, Bad. Yeah, and I'm thinking of shows like The Simpsons, which was garbage. The trash. Yeah, yeah, season season. One trash. yeah. Even like South Park was like kind of funny, but like not like yeah. it is. Yeah. Jackass. <laughs> well, like it's always sunny. Like they didn't even have fucking Danny oh, no. DeVito. No. Uh, pretty crazy. Anything else? Oh, actually, uh, what is your dork score? Five and a half. I'm going six. Yeah, I, I, I was reluctant to say six. I was, I, it's, fuck it, it's a six. Wow, talked you right into a six, no problem. No, because you know what? There's nothing, again, I can't call it the best show on TV and not give it a six. Yeah, that's what I did. And I think it's actually been a pretty strong year with shows. And yeah. I was thinking it was teetering. And then I thought the finale was fucking awesome. It was so good. And I am excited, like your father. I'm like, well, now shit, I got to wait. No, you're like, where are the other episodes? This is yeah. done. Where's the rest of it? There's more. There's more coming. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anything else non-spoiler? We already said you got to watch it. It's Please really watch the good. show. Yeah. It's up. It's down. It's all around. And it's a six. Dual six. I think it's the only the only other thing we gave dual sixes to all year was the Batman. Right. And uh, I think. Uh, both on HBO. And what did we give Severance? Did I give Severance a five and you gave it like a five and a half or something? Well, actually, you know what? I did the episode with Billy at first because you hadn't finished it. Right. So I gave it a five and a half. I don't I don't know if you officially gave it a score. I would give it a five. I think this right. is better than Severance. Yeah, that's fine. I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. There we go. Spoilers. 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 Here come the spoilers. All right, here's my first question for you. And I, I may have, I, I probably could have made this spoiler free, but I feel like this way you can answer it any way you want. Is Barry a good guy? No. No chance. Nope. No chance. And I think this is the, this is the complexity and the beauty of this character. He thinks he is like at times. And there are other times where he like, he hates himself so much and realizes that I think the best part of this season is him coming to that realization. Like he's a, he's a bad person. Yes. Yeah. He's a shit. He is a shit guy. Like he's, yeah. he's for sure not a good guy, but I think as a viewer, you're like, all right, it's Bill Hader. And he's playing a character that is a war hero. And now he may have just been influenced by the wrong guy in Fuchs and was really, really good at what he does. Like he is the best yeah. fucking hitman in the He's world. He's a fucking sociopath. Like he disassociates right. like with all of this stuff. And that's kind of right. one of those like really heavy things that they talk about in the show. But his ability it, to like disassociate like oh, what he's doing, his own actions completely with yeah. But then he's, he's able but then he's like he's clearly trying in a well in quotes, he's trying to move away from that life. So he's like, I'm gonna be an actor. And it's like, you're the worst actor in the world. He was the worst actor ever, yeah. It was so bad. But then a couple of scenes early on in the show where he where he like loses his mind and he can't disassociate, he freaks out, and they all think it's like this great performance. You're like, No, 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 there's a lot of rage inside this guy. Right. And, and again, like that is to me, yeah, like satirizing the world of acting, like mm -hmm. because all of these the, is it not just the question is not like is barry a good guy is 
anybody in this show a good person? No. Uh, no, I don't think so. If they are, they're dead. I was going to say, yeah, actually, everybody Barry's killed. <laughs> well, not everybody. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, So Gene Cousinow clearly isn't. He's on, like, a redemption tour. He was a biggest right. shithead. They make so many hilarious jokes about how everywhere he goes, they he burned every bridge, whether it was Joe Montana or whoever right. else. And he's just being spoke- a piece of shit. Like, he's a piece of shit. Like, his own son. Like, he's trying to, like, his own son and his grandson. Him. Like, he's trying to, yeah, they, like, he's trying to, like, reconnect with them. And piece of shit. Of, yeah, piece of shit. Sally was an absolute narcissist early on. I think she's this season really because of like the interplay between her and Barry, she became much more sympathetic, but early on she wasn't. And she was she, just no. everybody in class and everything else. And she was doing, so she was like, okay, she's kind of a good person. And then she lost the show and lost her mind mm-hmm. like on their, on her assistant. Yeah. And started calling her the C word like screaming yep. in her face and like that was the whole thing and like her whole apology like she was supposed to apologize and then she didn't i thought that was the heaviest stuff though to me in the whole show was the uh bill hater like screaming, yelling at her yeah screaming at her in front of other people and then their reaction and then sally being like oh that's like nothing because you're like oh like because right. you know that happens in real life all the time and it's just like that's a scary that's a scary sight and then from that point on, it's like an episode later, Sally's screaming in somebody's face. And they yeah. even showed they even showed this thing. Somebody on Twitter, I didn't come up with this. At the end of season two, Bill Hader is like walking into like just darkness, like in one mm-hmm. scene. And then there's a scene in this season where Sally is backing into darkness. So literally it's Bill Hader like pushing her into the darkness. And, and now that I'm thinking of it too, so like if you look at the shot of bill Hader looks facing him yelling at her and the shot of her yelling at her assistant they're mirrored yeah like they're it's like the opposite so like they're bill Hader is facing if you're looking at the screen he's facing left and sally's facing right so yep. they're like and then they you could put them back off. to back yeah yeah it's crazy um that i mean that's sh- that's the shit that you're that's the shit man have you seen <laughs> don't burn after reading <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 when boo bradford's okay. like that the that's the shit that that's the shit man like that that's it like that's the stuff that you're we were talking about that we don't like to dive into the artistic merits of shows really but it's there and this one there it's right there for you to see uh Um, yeah it's crazy and then like the scenes there's so many scenes this season i thought even stood out more so than the other ones and like that when bill Hader's kind of like daydreaming or whatever and he's like on that beach and it's all he's dead yeah that's him he's dead so remember, because he says like, but it's all the I know where I'm killed. going. It's all yeah. the people he's killed. And then so you're sifting through and you're like, oh, I recognize that guy. I recognize that guy. I recognize that guy. And then at the end, they, all of a sudden you've seen Gene and Sally. And then he yeah. kind of like snaps out of it because like they're not dead yet. But clearly he's leading them down a path where they're going to get killed. And there's that one spot that he takes all of those people like when he and you get the sense that he's literally and figuratively digging his own grave mm-hmm. at this point correct correct so that there's that all like the whole thing and you know i i get notes of like gross point blank where like john cusack plays a hitman but his whole his line every time he's like it's not me it's not me like someone if, yeah. if you're if i'm in your door so you did something to put me there it's not me i'm not the one i'm just the trigger man right right good point yeah i felt like the whole show was basically kind of ping pong and back and forth so we knew gene knew about barry 
or in, in that whole thing. And then there's Barry trying to convince Gene to like, you know, I'll make your life good. Like I'll get you acting jobs type of thing. And like, don't turn me in like all this stuff. So like, the back and forth with Gene and Barry Sally's show Joplin and then losing the show. Great cameo by Vanessa Bear. That was one of the most laugh out loud, funny scenes I've seen in this show where Vanessa Bayer and um, what's her name? Sally's assistant mm. are trying to describe her using sounds. So good. Is one of the most ridiculously funny things. And I'm sure that's based off of like interviews that they've had. I'm sure it's like closer than it should be. Where they're like, we need you more like, right. mm, and not like, uh, and like, oh, whole like thing. Yeah. you know, like the, the, we need it, you know, because, and they're like, what's the other show? It's like Joplin is like, huh. Yeah, right. And this show is like, huh like and they go and they, but it gets more ridiculous as they go oh yeah what was the fucking name of that other show oh medusa something like the uh, oh yeah they were it. it was all it was a bunch of medusas and they would like yeah. they would obviously turn people to stone not draculas but medusas no there were a bunch of medusas so it's basically they were pitching like sex in the city but with like medusas correct yeah and the her show is very and i love roddy tees we didn't bring up roddy tees this invented roddy T. invented roddy tees how the show's a 98 but the, somehow the algorithm doesn't compute with this like how it's trending and sally loses her ever loving mind that's so good where they're like um yeah so we're on like the home page and it's not on the home page and we go to type in like j-o-p it doesn't like autofill we literally have to type in like joplin television show or whatever <laughs> and then they cancel it and like the show's been out for two days like yeah it's not doing what we want it to do yeah because like, of the algorithm like and algorithm. how much of your life is subject to these arbitrary things that you know we're going to oh. leave it to a computer to figure out that's got to be so this, how this is good and like the projections and like all this stuff and like how and again that's a conversation that i'm sure somebody on that show had had with somebody yeah Oh yeah, for sure. That, that yeah, they they brought that up from somewhere for sure. Right. So there's that whole thing with her show. Then the relationship with Barry. You have the NoHo Hank with Crystal Ball dynamic and Crystal Ball wife finding out that whole thing. Right. And again, uh, and so that was a funny scene too when the cops raided their little operation. The guy was on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. But I I was thought it was funny. Like Crystal Ball, yo, you killed my buddies. He killed all my buddies. <laughs> he killed all my buddies. Yeah. He's just, I mean, every time he's on there, I don't think he had as much to do this season, but every time he's on the screen, he's hilarious. Like, I, he I, is I, funny. I love him. Except for that scene where they were like trying to, you know, electroshock Crystal Ball back to his wife and the piano, and like the, the male dancer piano player there. Just a ridiculous yeah. scene. Ridiculous scene. That was, that was a ridiculous scene. Yeah. Um, but then you also have the whole thing oh, with time out. So the no ho Hank interrogation scene too, where he claimed he nailed it was oh, yeah. laugh out loud funny as well. <laughs> like he's just sweating the whole time i didn't like any of the stuff that fuchs was doing really this season but i did like the whole bit with like he's the raven and then you're like that one cop he's like he's the raven that's it's the cool. raven like what are you talking about it's the raven it's not the raven it's not yeah. the raven so then you have the whole thing with um gene but also uh his girlfriend who was murdered by barry last season which was sort of like the catapulted for mm -hmm. season three her dad jumps aboard did you feel like those ages didn't line up? Like he um, was way too young to be her dad. Yeah, she definitely felt a little older. 
But then again, I mean, could could he be 65 and she's 40, 42? I uh, see. I thought she was older. I thought she was closer to eight, closer in age to Winkler. Oh, that's like me. Like I didn't think. Maybe I felt like she was definitely younger than him, though. Yeah. But so that guy, um, what was his name in the show? Oh, his last name was Moss. A Jim was a Jim Moss. That guy was in The Wire. He played Bunny Colvin, who was a cop in The Wire. He was great in season three of The Wire. But yeah, Jim Moss is his name. And Jim so Moss. Gene working with him. And I wasn't sure. Like I was like. Because it seemed like Gene was enjoying his new life, his new show, and his new everything, and he had a relationship with his, his son. And there was definitely a few times where he wanted to turn on Barry, but I wasn't sure that he was going to. And that's why you know the show's good, because you're like, oh, maybe they're not going to go this route. And then, boom, he's in on it with Jim, and they they bring down Barry. Pretty crazy finale. Now, now Barry is going to jail, at least is what it looks like right now. Yeah, and so that, I mean, that's a fucking... And he was going into that house, and you could tell you didn't know like he was getting yeah. set up. No, but it's like, but I also feel like this whole show. There's a lot of times where Barry is doing what he's doing, and it's too nonchalant. Like he's just like, I'm just gonna go walk in there and kill that guy and get away with it. You know what I mean? Like there's too much. And I know he plans his shit out, but this was one where he just drove up, he got into an argument with Gene in the driveway, and then he just walked into the house and like pulled his gun out and like walked towards the guy. Yeah, and I think like, that, you know that he's, he he you know that he's coming, and that guy's also like a, a former police officer or his military training or whatever. That guy's a badass himself. Mm -hmm. And I the whole thing with we even talked like Barry getting poisoned by what's his name's wife. Oh right, yeah, the guy he was working with, and then the the cop oh, who was brought in who Barry saved his life, and he actually yeah. gave he's. And I think I think the name of the episode is starting now. Yep, is the last episode, and he tells like cut the shit like starting now like we're we're good starting now yeah 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 you're right the guy warned him and then he yeah. still went anyway yeah like that i mean that's the you know you can't get away from it you can't stop yourself you know so that again i mean looking like some of the best parts of this uh, so I'm skipping around. I know because I'm no, like, there's fine. so much of this. We could have we could have talked about this episode by episode if we. Yeah, wanted whatever. To. Yeah, that's a good point. This um, this is one of those were... podcasts, or or like you know, how like podcasts do certain shows. Like Barry is a good one for it because there's a lot. It would be a really good one. I think when Barry is all said and done, yeah, whenever it ends, I think we could do like a retrospective, like breakdown of like certain yeah, episodes yeah. and like whatever. But again, it's so. The other thing I was talking about, I had to like look away. One, the first was like when Barry was yelling at um, Sally. Sally. Well, that was and intense. then in the end, when Sally was getting like choked out and Barry was out Oof. cold, that was I'm a tough because there's no music. There's it's just her and that guy. And again, and like, they do the thing where you're like, "Oh, Barry's gonna save her," and they're like, "Oh he no, he's not." And she like even like looks over and he's just passed out or knocked out. Yeah, and you're like, "Oh shit!" Like they. They held it on her for so long that you're like in the room where there's no noise. So they went into the sound booth where there's no noise, which and that was like that was hard to watch. It was hard to watch like yeah. that. But that also came on the heels of probably one of the funniest scenes of the show of the series with the guys in the van shooting at Barry, who's on a dirt bike and he misses him. He goes, hand off. To like the guy riding the bike. Oh, good. Oh, that whole chase scene was. And he absurd. misses the exchange and just crashes the bike. 
It's one of the funniest yeah. falls I've seen because he gets. I almost wanted to pause it, his face when he's like saying handoff because it's seen out of like Mad Max. Oh my god, that was and the guy just <laughs> just that whole it. scene. That whole scene was bizarre, wasn't it? Yeah, the whole chase scene. I mean, like it was just like hilarious, but it was that was well done. Uh, one of the scenes that jumps out to me, and it's all like the whole like film school shit, but it was the finale, the very end, where you have this big thing, this big to do. They finally like they stop Barry, and Jim Moss finds the guy, stops the guy that killed his daughter, and there's the scene where they shoot it from inside the house, but everybody's on the outside of the house, and you see Jim standing there, uh, through the window. And like you see, like the sirens and stuff, and he's just mm-hmm. standing there, standing there. And then there's a framed picture of his daughter inside, and it's just one of those things where you're like, "All right, now what? You got him. She's not coming back. Where? Do, what do you do?" And it's like you got the sense like he doesn't even really want to come back in the house. Like he's just, "All right, I did this. This was my my, my mission. I was set out to do this. I got him." Mm. Now, now when I come back in here, the only thing that's going to be there is this picture. picture There's still a constant reminder that my daughter's dead. Correct. But I was like, and, fuck. Like, that was just such... It was like, it was chilling, really, to to watch it unfold. And now you're like, as a viewer, you're like, all right, what the fuck? What is season four going to be? So is it is Hater going to be in prison long, you think? Or is he going to break out? And by the way, the show has already been picked up for a season four. Haven't heard anything about, like, a fifth sixth seventh but there is a season yeah, four and so and people hate, bill Hader's gonna yeah. direct all eight episodes and he was saying so they're like people were asking him about what's gonna happen like what's the what's the trajectory of the show like what's gonna happen next and he's like i don't i can't tell you <laughs> and people are like huh? oh is it like he's like we haven't written it yet he's like we've started like writing it but we're not done with it yet so i can't yeah even if i wanted to i can't tell you like i and i for me, I mean, that's that probably was it him and Alec Berger like going through this whole yeah. like they're writing it together, and it's just yeah. what a team of writers, like Jesus. What do you want for season four? I want so that so there's got he can't be. I mean, I, I go back and forth because it would be cool to have him in jail, like awaiting trial for a whole se- for a whole season and having his experience being in jail and people coming to visit him. Yeah. Or like whoever his lawyer is or like Fuchs can come and like talk to him and like while he's in jail or they could be in jail together. Yeah. Um, because, you know, he they're all going down. Everyone's going down. going down. No, ho Hank's going to go down. Sally, I mean, Sally killed somebody. Oh, like, by she the could way, that so crazy scene, too, at the end of that, after the whole choking thing in the soundproof room. Yeah. And then he's like, ah, Barry did this. Barry did this. Barry did this. And he finally yeah. finally says Barry did this. But also, we didn't even mention uh, kind of a twist at the end too is he knows shit's about to hit the fan. Barry does, so he calls Sally and he's like, "Get ready!" And like, "We'll go wherever you want to go, but I got to do something." Then I'm going to come to the house, and she's like, yeah, "Yeah, okay." She gets on a plane back to Joplin. Back to Joplin. So she was going to bail on him anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because there was a time where you're like, "All right, is he going to be able to get back with her because of what he said?" And how creepy was it? He's like. Yeah, I'll just like go in there and uh, take some pictures while she's sleeping. Like, you know, nothing. Just not scare, but just let her know that. Not like, scare, but no, and she's like, you're going to break into her house. She's like, she won't know I was there. And she's like, Barry, get the fuck out. Well, but that, I mean, that's. And it's like, hey, I want you to do that. 
but it, one of the things that he has no, and this is like so sociopathy, like being a sociopath, like this is one of those things where he's trying to help Gene in the very beginning of the show. Yeah. And how he chooses to help him is to lock him in a fucking trunk and then drive him all over the place and like try to like go to different studios and try to get him work while he's kidnapping him and like barely feeding him. Yeah. And I think it's only because like, I don't think Barry actually loves Sally or Gene. I just think that they were like the only ones that actually kind of listened to him. Like there's a weird relationship with both. Right. And the only way he knows how to help is to do violent, dangerous things. Like, yeah. Just break it. I'll just go into her house and just, like you said, just take a picture of her sleeping. Like, leave them there yeah. just so she knows. But, like, not hurt her. I'm not going to hurt her, but I'll just scare her a little bit, you know? That was one of the first times in the whole series that Barry kind of insinuated something to Sally where he's like, the guy might be a fucking killer. Because he's done a pretty good job of keeping it separate. Right. And then you blur, like, everything blurs together. Because, like, she didn't know. And then I was always like, all right, anytime there's a show like this, any show or movie where somebody has sort of a secret identity, as soon as they're with somebody, you're like, all right, how long until you tell that person and what's their reaction going to be? That's like and how so you, the, the other show we go to is, like, Breaking Bad. Like, how long is he going to be able to keep this up? And, and then, to the point where, like, he's like, I'm not even trying anymore. <laughs> yeah. Where Walter White's like, I'm not even trying to fucking hide it anymore. You're, you're, I'm just smarter than all of you. It's crazy. Yeah. How many more seasons do you think they can do? Two. Yeah, five feels right. Five feels right. I feel like you get through whatever the next one is, and then the fifth season is the last season. So if it's only eight episodes next season, I think they should do two in jail slash prison, whatever. And then either he gets out somehow, either breaks out, or there's like somewhere. Like I, you're certainly not going to do eight episodes with him in jail. No. But I I don't want him to be. You could. Yeah, 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 right. But I don't want him out of there in ten minutes either. Like I feel like there's something there's there's something to do there with him Mm -hmm. inside. We'll see. Does I mean does the detective who said starting now does he go to bat for him? Does he say he was you know? Oh. Is there a way for him to get him out? Is there a way for him to then give the give up the Raven? I, I oh. I do think what you get, yeah, because there's unfinished business, obviously, there with Fuchs. I do think what you're going to get, and if you get, when you said people visiting him, I can just see Noho Hank visiting him in some in, sort of disguise. Or a hat, a baseball hat and sunglasses, like people don't know it's him. 100%. Like, he clear, everybody knows it's him, and he comes in, and he's just like, Barry, Barry, listen. Well, the and, other, what they've set up, too, is the not the, the Barry's war buddy, but the other two cops are convinced that there's this raven. Yeah, right. And so Barry's out could be like, I could give you the Raven today. I know his real name. Yeah. I know where he is. And then do you think he ends up, do you think um, Janice was her name? Do you think Janice's dad is shows up again? Do you think Barry kills him or do you think he's just like out of the show? He'll be back. I think he'll be back. That character this is a good character. And the he's, scene with him with... Um, Cousineau in the garage. The interrogation was, scene was great. That was pretty good. So that, <laughs> awesome. that guy's got some chops, man. So you he's gotta gonna, bring him back. You, listen, he's in the wire. Like Even if they're just like, if he's on Barry's on trial or there's like a hearing or something like that, and he's just like in the back. Yeah, he'll be there. Because like you said, I mean, he can't oh. let it go now. No, this is it. This is, yes. this is, this is what he's got going on. Mm-hmm. All right, we love the show, obviously. The first TV show that to get a six of 2022 Check out Barry. Let us know what you guys think on Twitter and Instagram at Dork Podcast about Barry.
Famous Barrys besides Barry Sanders and Barry Bonds. Yeah, anybody? Oh, Barry Manilow. Barry Manilow. That was why I was going to jump to that one. Famous Barrys. Barry. Bon- the fact that you have Bonds and Sanders, like it's a great athlete. Oh, Barry Larkin. So Barry White. Hall of-, Hall of Fame shortstop. Oh, yeah, Barry, Barry White. Allen. Barry Allen, the Flash. Barry Gibb. From the Gibb All Star. Let's see. I'm going through famous berries right now, the ones that I know. I'm just going off the top of the dome here. Barry. Barry Sanders. Oh, Barry McCockiner. <laughs> yep. I remember him. <laughs> you guys you to, roommate with to, Phil McCracken, right? I thought you went to school with uh, Barry McCockiner. No, that was Harry Balzania. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Anyway. <laughs> There was a, I was coaching baseball once, high school baseball, and we would do like a Florida trip as we did when we were younger. Yeah, and I had these two hilarious pitchers. They were POs, Division One pitchers. They were the hilarious Waiter Brothers. Yeah, they were, and so they would be in the dugout, and I would like have them keep the book. And I was looking at the book, and anytime we played a team where we didn't, they never gave us a lineup because it was spring baseball. Who gives a shit? They would make up lineups. Names. Awesome. With name, it, it was Harry Balzania, always bad at cleanup. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. And it was like Phil McCrevice and, you know, Barry McCockner. Barry McCockner. So I'd be, I would ask um, as the assistant, bench, I was a hitting coach, but also like a, I was the only one who didn't go out and like coach a base. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. So I would be sitting with the head coach and I'd be like, all right, who we got coming up? And they would read the next three batters every time. And the head coach would just like look at me and I'd be like, it's a kid's name. What do you want me to do? I feel like baseball <laughs> requires more of like the nonsense than any other sport just to keep it you abs- engaged. Just to keep you engaged. Like Have just to keep, to. yeah, it kept the kids watching the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Barry Bacockiner goes 0 for 4. I mean, <laughs> Josh said he went to school with Mike Rochburns and drank a lot of Dick and Cider. <laughs> uh most says lack would have fallen for both of those there's no both doubt of those, yeah. right, would you like the kick received defer or you may also choose at this time to defend a goal i will take the ball this time because right. i have a very good one. now this is i i'm going to recommend a book but with a caveat i'm recommending an audio book okay i think our listeners can uh handle yes. that so i recently um listened to in its entirety um tom segura's book i'd like to play alone please um, I only say audiobook because he reads it. So it's like oh, him sweet. reading the book. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, and it's a series of essays and just like encounters he's had with people and really funny, but also like heartfelt stuff and stuff that talking about like the him being in comedy and what it was like for him and um stuff that was that was really great. And I right now, Tom Segura is my favorite comic right now. I'm not saying he's the best, but he's my oh, favorite okay. comic right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, he's very um, good. All of his specials are on Netflix. Um and he talks about how those got made. So if you were uh, ever interested in, um, that's cool. Uh, yeah, it's it's really good. So I would recommend the audio book. You can get it right now. It's I'd like to play alone, please, is the name of the book. I like it. And that's, uh, the story is that's the first sentence his son ever full sentence his son ever said to him. He went like, "Oh, what are you doing?" He's like, "I'd like to play alone, please." <laughs> and just stared at him until he left. <laughs> I'll, I'll head out. Yeah, <laughs> as I want to, not right. Yeah, you as a three year old told me to, but right. that's something I want to do. Uh, my pick of the pot is a comic book. The 
full collected edition of Batman versus Bigby is out. Is out? Yeah, it's out. It's good. It's not the greatest book of all time, but I think you'll enjoy, especially anybody who's read Fables and uh, the Big Bad Wolf, aka Bigby. Big he B comes Wolf, into yeah. Gotham, and so obviously Bigby and Batman cross paths. It's the the guy uh, that wrote Fables wrote this, so it's like five issue, five or six issues, but it's all out in one collected edition right now. So it's on Hoopla. Get it, get it in on the old Hoopla. Yeah, read that Batman versus Bigby. It's a, it's a good time. All right, next week, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the six-part saga. We will discuss it all, the good, the bad. Doesn't seem to be much in between, actually. It seems to be all good or bad when it comes yes. to the show. So we will, we will discuss it at length. You can uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Dork Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. For uh, Monday night, we stream episodes. We occasionally stream some video games as well. So subscribe there. And email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com for your should I have bought this or your email of the episode submissions. Give me a question, a comment, a concern, your social security number, whatever you want to send us. Yeah. Credit card information, gift cards, money, spite box, whatever you want to do, you can do that. Um, I think I plugged everything there. That's right? everything there, yeah. Yep. Right, people like that. Right. You don't give a shit about anything, do you? What'd you say? I said, you don't give a shit about anything, do you? Not really. <laughs>